the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or on your handheld device watching me on Facebook Live, that's at Anderson Speaks. Thank you so much for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the nation's capital area, including Maryland and Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. Today's show sponsored by Home Fix Custom Remodeling. If you need a new roof, new windows, doors, and so many other household uh, improvements, then you definitely want to call HCR. We did, and we're so excited about it. Give them a call, 888-991-2427. That's 888-991-2427. Today, sponsored by Home Fix Custom Remodeling. Call them and tell Gus that Dr. Anderson sent you. Now, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, that's today, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is Tough Topic Tuesday, and I want to talk to you about the topic of one human race or not are we one human race or not and if we are all one human race then why do we separate based on color class and culture and how can we reverse this separation in our lives that's what i want to talk to you about today are we one race or not and if so why then do we separate uh, based on color class or culture, if we're truly one human race. And if it is true that we do, then how can we reverse it? How can you be a part of reversing it in your life? Or have you been a victim of being stuck in one predominant, uh, quote unquote, racial group, one people group? Uh, Are you limited by that? Is there something bigger uh, for you than just being limited to one 
cultural, ethnic group or people of color? Uh, does God want you to experience more of him through uh, many different ethnicities of people? But we talk about race as a social construct um, and racism as a result of that social construct. But if we are indeed what the scripture says, that we are uh, one race, then why do we separate based on color, class, or culture? That's what I want to talk about. I want to invite you to pull your chair up, have the conversation with me. Let's learn from one another, stretch each other along the way. Let me bow for a word of prayer, as I always do, to commit our time to the Lord. And also, if you want to call in, because it is a call-in talk show and you want to have the conversation with me, my number is 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. Make sure you say hi to my call screener, Sophia, as well. Come on, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you uh, that you have created us to be a part of one another's human experience. We do pray you give us wisdom from your word and, and even help us to understand our separation as well as our unification that comes through you. For it is in the name of Jesus we commit today's show to you. Together everyone said amen and amen. Well, if you want to get a hold of me a couple of other ways, you can always go to EmbraceGracism.com. That's embracegracism. Dot com or just download my app, Gracism, and then all you have to do is push the Gracism button and you'll get there every time. You can get my newest book as well, How to Think Like a Gracist, Inspirational Sayings to Help You Embrace uh, Gracism. One human race, are we? And if so, then why do we separate based on color, class, or culture? Let me read a scripture to you. Some of you probably have heard the scripture. You may know it by heart, or maybe instinctively you know we're one race, but yet you still feel like, man, uh, you know, there are different racial groups. Well, listen to what the scripture says. From one man he made every nation of men, that they should be that they should inhabit the whole earth, and he determined the times set for them and the exact places where they should live. So clearly we're all coming from one man, uh, one woman, one couple, and the Genome Project, uh, of course, scientifically have basically um, supported this, but we didn't need scientists in the, in the 90s and the 2000s to tell us what God's Word already told us. It just confirms it. Science often does confirm what the Scriptures already say. Uh, and, of course, the Scripture said there was, there was a man and a woman, Adam and Eve. And out of Adam and Eve grew all these peoples. And what's interesting is that the Human Genome Project then concluded that we all came from one couple and uh, one woman they're going to name Eve. <laughs> Don't you just love it? Oh, that was original. Why'd you choose her name? Because, friends, we know the scripture says it, right? Okay, here's my number again, and then I'm going to take your phone calls. I have open lines, and I'm ready to talk to you even now. All right, my number is 888 432 Seven four, three four. Can't wait to talk to you. Let's start it off in Washington D.C. with Patricia, who's on the line. Hi, Patricia. Welcome to the show. How are you? Yes. Good afternoon, Doctor Anderson. I'm just great. How about you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking according to how the word says that God did have a peculiar people, which we are to be a peculiar people, mm -hmm. which are Hebrew Israelites, the mm -hmm. 12 tribes of Jacob, mm -hmm. um, which you know the 12 tribes. So mm -hmm. we are to be the ones who 
are the light in the world. So we are separated from other nations mm-hmm. who, as you know, when even in, when with Moses, um, when he brought the children out of Egypt, mm-hmm. and how God was told us we are to be separate. Even right. today, we are to be a separate people. I'm not we talking not about unique. different. I'm not talking about different nations, though. I'm talking about races. Do you believe that we're coming from one human race? And if so, why do we separate based on color, class, and culture? Not based on religion, but based on our color, class, or culture. Yeah, I don't believe in religion. Uh But I do believe that that we, uh, that God has a peculiar people. I agree. With a particular race of people. Sure. Or nation of people. Nations. I do believe that. I got you. Well, and you're, you're well. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And thank you for the call, Miss Patricia. I bless. Uh, thank you for calling. Yeah. So we are a, a, a nation, a royal people, a, a royal priesthood, as First Peter calls us. And the scriptures talk about different ethnicities, different nations, different people groups, and different languages. So those are the words that the the scriptures use. So I agree with you. Uh, we as followers of Jesus are uh, pulled out as a, as a people. But I'm not talking about separation based on our faith. I'm talking about separation based on color, class, and culture. Why do you think we do this? 888-432-7434. Hi, my name is Attorney James McCollum, and my firm practices in the area of employment law. I've practiced employment law since 1988. I've represented many persons in federal and state courts and administrative agencies. Employment law is complex, and whatever your issue, we know that it is important to you. We'd be honored and privileged to serve you. Let McCollum & Associates work for you. Call us at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. So, Brenda, you're a student at Oxford Graduate School. What is your profession, and then why did you go to Oxford? Well, I'm a teacher. I am a a middle school teacher and uh, an online instructor for um, teacher recertification classes. And I discovered Oxford uh, when I decided to go back and uh, continue my education. Mm. But I think Oxford found me. And uh, when I read the description, I thought this was perfect for me. I would highly recommend Oxford Graduate School. It's a wonderful, safe place to think. Uh, And as I said, the interaction, the mentorship along the way, um, the pacing of the program, the rigorous high, um, compared to universities across the the land that I've actually looked into. So I would highly recommend Oxford Graduate School. Well, thanks for sharing your experience. And of course, uh, it's always a privilege to to know students who've actually gone to Oxford Graduate School like I have and to see how their brains are being shaped and how they are studying so rigorously. So thanks for sharing your story. You want more information? Check them out at OGS.edu. That's OGS.edu or give them a call 423-775-6596. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit AndersonSpeaks.com. 
You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text-piration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Tough Topic Tuesday, and I've got one for you. We're talking about one human race or not. If we are one human race, then why do we separate based on color, class, and culture? And if uh, if that is the case, then how can we reverse this separation in our lives so we can live really the way God would would want us to live? I want to hear from you. I've got uh, one open line left if you want to uh, jump in right now. Uh, get that open line. I'd love to connect with you on this topic as we continue to try to build bridges of reconciliation all throughout uh, the nation's capital. All right. My number is 888-432-7434. All right. Let's go to Maurice, who's on the line. He's on the road in Baltimore, Maryland right now. Hi, Maurice. Welcome to the show. How are you? Good, good, good. How's it going, Dave? Oh, it's going great. What's your comment or question, please? My uh, comment and question, and I've just noticed this over the years, especially uh, just watching the election when it comes down to division. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, if it's not of God, it, it is of Satan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's first and foremost. But I don't think people are born dividing i think it's by design in our government system so you think our government system has set us up in such a way that we are divided in in what way would you say in the area of color class culture what are you thinking really it's class and culture because all classes and cultures don't uh jive but in some weird way, colors added in that too. Right. Um, if you read, if you read the Communist Manifesto, mm. uh, it actually kind of promotes a lot of these divisions, and it's basically they're talking to poor people, you know, saying, "Hey, the bourgeoisie, which makes just a little bit more money than they do, uh, isn't your friend. You don't have to have children to be married." You know things of that nature. So it gotcha. That book promotes a lot of uh, division, and um, with different government systems, you you generally tend to have more of those types of division. Well, I mean, you do. Uh, I think that's where it starts. Well, you do make a good point, and government does have a role in this. Thank you so much, uh, Maurice, on the road there in Baltimore. Uh, and, and governments have been used. I mean, we even know in our own in our own system, uh, government has been used to 
continue to, uh, you know, keep people separate based on uh, these different areas, uh, maybe not so much based on culture, but definitely based on class, the great separations of rich getting richer, poor getting poor at times, but at the same time, government can be used, right, to right the wrongs, can say, okay, how do we create ladders of opportunity so everyone is free to ascend out of their particular uh, specifically, I'm thinking of the lower classes of poverty. How do we help people get out of poverty? And how do we undo these systems that keep us separated, especially if they've been uh, engineered that way by government uh, systems? And we know that that's true when it comes to, it has been true when it's come to real estate, when it's come to uh, city planning and design of uh, where the tracks go and where the houses go and where the government housing is. I mean, uh, some folk may have to do some study if they're younger to even realize that that's actually been a part of the whole uh, system of government. Uh, but then we as God's people, right, if we are one one human race, how do we how do we reverse that? You know, a part of it is through government. And that's why we're, you, you know, we have people who are very involved in active government and all of us should be to make sure that we can try to uh, help lift those uh, who are on the negative side of separation. You know, separation, you can have a positive side and a negative side. The negative side is if you're separated from uh, honor, you're separated from wealth, you're separated from uh, the good benefits of life, uh, then sometimes it can be even worse uh, for those uh, who are on the backside of that, right? But there's also uh, a benefit to those who uh, may feel like, well, I'm on the positive side of it, but guess what? You're still missing a piece of God. You're missing a piece of of beauty that God wants you to experience when you separate yourself out from uh, other people just because of color, class, or culture. It's a tough topic Tuesday. I'm glad that you're with me today. Let's keep talking to you uh, on the phone lines. George is on the line in D.C. Let me go there. Hey, George, welcome to the show. How are you? How are you doing there, sir? Excellent. Thanks for calling me. What are you thinking? Yeah, I, I, I miss, I've been listening lately. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a good uh, uh, point there. Um, it could be many reasons. You know, race could come up like like the brother said from the media, mm-hmm. uh, what people read in the post, you know, the newspaper about well, about African Americans, like I know it's like Ethiopian or Spanish or African or Africans, mm-hmm. how they read about the media put about African Americans. Oh, don't be careful, don't trust mm-hmm. them, black people, they'll rob still you do that. Or oh, it could be a raise a person raised up. So the way someone, you know, yeah, the way somebody is raised or like you said, even right, in right. the media, the media can actually underscore. And thank you, George. Uh, I appreciate your comment. They can underscore the very uh, separations that are there. So I think that that's a good point uh, as well. Thanks for the call. Let me keep moving. Kelly's on the line in uh, Jamesville, Virginia. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm having a great day. I, I think you should call it Great Topic Tuesday instead of uh, difficult or, <laughs> or Tough Topic Tuesday. Well, thank you. I, I, I think, think it is a good topic, isn't it? It is. I, I think uh, George just kind of kind of underlined one of my issues is he used a hyphen word. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like when we hyphen in our country, mm. and I don't like when we hyphen in our in our churches. And I think it comes back to mm. where where hopefully you and I have some control here. And it's what are we doing in our churches? Why are we dividing people by their by by anything? If, yeah. I'm talking about the, the Christian churches. Sure, sure. Um, a Christian church should welcome everybody, but I see, um, you know, there'll be black Christian churches and there'll yeah. be 
uh, Chinese. And, and we, I think that's where we need to fix it. I mean, yeah. I think we've proven that the government's not going to fix anything. So why don't we focus on our churches bringing people together and, and, and let that let the seed start there, and then we can move out from that point. Well, now you're preaching. I like it. <laughs> I think it's I think it's so important for us to worship together. Uh, and, of course, you know, I've dedicated my life to it. Uh, and uh, I think that my life is rich because of it. I'm sure yours is. And I'm sure the people that are with me, their lives are enriched because of it. Now, it does create some challenges, doesn't it? But those are worthy challenges. Whenever we have challenges regarding culture, race, or class, those are worthy challenges. I'd rather have to try to fix those issues and deal with those issues than not to have to have those issues because I'm in a homogeneous church, you know. And, you know, we have 52 different nations. And, of course, that's going to present some great food, <laughs> great fellowship, and maybe sometimes even some problems. But I think this is what the Lord wants. For, so I'm with you on how do we make sure that the church uh, is doing its best to reflect the kingdom of God. So that's a good word, Kelly. Thank you. Amen. I like it. God bless you on the road there. Let's keep moving. I got Seth on the line. He's in D.C. Hey, Seth, welcome. How are you? I'm doing good. How you doing? Oh, I'm wonderful. Thank you for calling. What are you thinking today? Um, well, I just want to say, first of all, it's it's a topic that I wrestle with a lot. Um, having grown up in in Europe, actually, as a black person, mm-hmm. Um. And one of one of the things that I've learned over the years is that, um, and and the one thing that really sticks with me is that I think that as uh, as a human race, we've come to separate ourselves, you know, based on class, based on color, largely because it was a form of subjugation. It was uh-huh. a reason to for one group of people to be able to to subjugate another mm-hmm. um and it's a combination of things but but more than anything i think it, it it takes a certain amount of pride um in in oneself to to really come to to that type of conclusion it's something that you have to rationalize um it's right. like the previous caller said it, it's not just something that that one just you know is born with right um it it, 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 it takes a degree of rationalization. Yes. Um, because, yeah, because they've done studies on this um, among babies. Among babies, mm. actually, they've they've seen that babies actually tend to gravitate towards um, other babies that are actually of a different, you know, quote unquote race. Um, and probably so, probably very know, curious. That, probably very curious. Until until maybe a mommy or a daddy says no 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 don't go play with them. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's it, it's something that's taught. It's it's not innate as as um, as it suggested. Yeah. Know, some well, you know, and you growing up in Europe uh, as a uh, dark skinned person, a brown, a black person, whatever you want to call, how different was it, uh, Seth, than right here in the U.S.? Was it different? Um, I mean, I can, and I, I can only speak for myself, um, but for, for me, it was, it was definitely interesting because the only black people I knew, um, were my own family. Mm. Uh, wow. Um, but, um, I mean, it wasn't something that I consciously, you know, thought about, um, 
until of course you know um until of course you have conversations about it but my parents never actually talked to me about it um at least not that i can remember you know now would it have um, been helpful would it have been helpful if your parents would have said uh you know honey we're we're different uh but we're equal and and uh you know, make sure that you protect yourself in this way or that way, or, or do you feel like it was better that they didn't uh, sort of talk about it and let you kind of figure it out as you got older? Um, I think, I think it was better that they didn't Mm -hmm. um, because I, I think growing up um, it, you know, I didn't look at my friends as like, you know, Oh, they're they're white or whatever. So it's like I can't be myself around them, or so they accepted you. Know, you. What have you? Right. Well, exactly. That's good. good. When and, uh, and yeah. So it was it was really only after I came, you know, to the U.S. Uh, to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Welcome. That, you know, all these things started coming up, like you know, civil rights, and you know, and right. all that. And it's like, whoa. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, thanks for sharing your experience, Seth. I got to run, my friend, but I appreciate you. And uh, yeah, we're a very racialized society uh, built on uh, the subjugation of race and built on uh, domination uh, from, uh, you know, actually Europeans coming over. uh, But then, you know, the uh, the Indians and then the Chinese and, you know, just go the list goes on. And so, uh, you know, when you when you sow those seeds, of course, uh, we can't just erase it now and say, no, no, race is not an issue. Let's not talk about it. We're a racialized society. But what we have to do is the church is to redeem that by saying, hang on, we're one human race. We may be all different, but this is the way God wants us. Now let's worship him and see what happens. Hey, listen, I'm coming back in three minutes. Don't you go anywhere. It's Tough Topic Tuesday with Dr. David Anderson. Let's get Hear the children crying. Hear the children crying. This is Steve Reynolds, president of Capital Baptist Bible Institute. Are you thirsty for more knowledge of the Bible, but don't have the time or the money to attend a full-time Bible college or seminary? Come join us at Capital Baptist Bible Institute and conveniently earn a diploma in biblical studies. You'll get to know God's Word inside and out as you explore the New Testament, Old Testament, and theology. Our classes meet only on Monday nights, and the tuition is only $195 per semester. We're conveniently located right off the Beltway in Northern Virginia. So, if God's been tugging on your soul to learn more about His Word, then say yes to His call. Attend Capital Baptist Bible Institute and earn your diploma in Biblical Studies. Register right now by calling 703-568-7484. That's 703-568-7484. Capital Baptist Bible Institute, the convenient Bible education. 703-568-7484. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Washington, D.C.? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Washington, D.C. area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Washington, D.C. is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. 
To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-700-2246. Seating is extremely limited. Call right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. That's 1-800-700-2246. That's 1-800-700-2246. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.125%, APR 4.36%. But choosing the right mortgage lender involves so much more than just a rate. Only Quicken Loans has earned 12 J.D. Power Awards. No other lender comes close to that level of client satisfaction. And we invented Rocket Mortgage. It gives our clients a simpler, hassle-free way to get a mortgage completely online in minutes. No one else has anything like it. And our people. Each one of our 17,000-plus team members throughout Detroit, Cleveland, and Phoenix provides absolute client satisfaction each and every day. So why would you go anywhere else to get your mortgage? Go to America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com for the best mortgage experience on earth. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 33. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and we're in the second half of the show. I sure hope that you're enjoying it as much as I am. We are talking about one human race or not. Uh, If we are one human race, then why do we separate based on color, class, or culture? And how can we reverse this separation in our lives? And I'd like to thank uh, uh, Janice and Josh Jennings, uh, who uh, helped inspire today's topic through conversation, uh, you know, talking about race and talking about what race means and how do we get here. And let me remind you what Scripture says in Acts 17 uh, verse 26, from one man, he made every nation of men. So we are one human race coming from one man, and that's Adam and Eve, uh, that they should inhabit the whole earth, and he determined the time set for them and the exact places where they should live. Uh, God did this so that men would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. So that uh, unity that God created out of one human couple, all of us, also allowed us through the Tower of Babel, if you'll remember in Genesis 11, directed us in many different directions on the face of the planet. But it says that through that separation, Uh, men would seek him. In other words, because I'm different, I'm going to seek God. What does God look like from my cultural lens? What does God look like from my geographical location? And then what happens is God reveals himself through so many other people that you realize, wow, this God is bigger than me, bigger than my, my racial group or my ethnic group or my nation. He's the God of all nations. He's the Lord of Lord, the King of Kings. And it goes on to say in verse 28, for in him we live and move and have our being. Isn't that something else? One race of people coming from one man, and that is Adam and Eve. And then there's some, uh, when you move to the New Testament, we hear that our salvation comes through one man, the second Adam, if you will or the Lord Jesus Christ, who gives us new birth. So our human birth goes back to the genealogy of Adam and Eve, but our spiritual birth goes back to the genealogy of of Jesus, the maker of the heavens and the earth. 
Big shout out to Gary Coiro, Delbert Pope, Charles Adair, Nick Kavaki, and Paloma Chavez de Sanchez. De Sanchez. Thank you so much for tuning in on uh, my Facebook Live page, which is at Anderson Speaks. All right, let's go to Denise in Alexandria, Virginia, and talk to her. Hi, Denise. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. <laughs> what are you thinking? This is such a blessing. Well, <laughs> I am a person who was um, born... Speak up a little louder for me so I can hear you, Denise. <clears throat> okay. Can you hear me now? Much better. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Um, I am born with many different nationalities running through my bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Okay. And so, yeah, I was born uh, to, and, and in my mom and dad, both my mom's side, dad's side. I had many different nationalities that run through my blood. And so, but because I had just this little bit of African-American blood, I was told from a child growing up that I was black. Because any, any amount of black blood in you makes you black. Right. Taught, that's what I lived by, and that's how I grew up. Um, but my grandmother, she's she's Jamaican. Okay. She was a very very light. She's a very very light skinned Jamaican woman. And one day I had a conversation with a dark skinned Jamaican because all the Jamaicans I ever knew were dark skinned. I never met a light skinned Jamaican. Uh-huh. Um, in my ignorance, maybe, but I had never met one. And so, other than my grandmother. Uh huh. And so, I uh, spoke to this uh, Jamaican guy, and I said, to him, I said, my grandmother's a light skinned Jamaican. Right. I said. You're going in and out on me, Denise. Oh, no. Okay, that's better. Give me that final point while I still got you. Okay, and so this young man said to him, did you hear me talk about a young man that we had a conversation with? And so the young man said to him, he said, how are you going to let those people talk to you like that? Mm -hmm. You know, make those derogatory statements towards you being a black man. Mm -hmm. And he said to the young man, he said, it is because what they said blew in the wind. Mm-hmm. It blew in the wind because it is not who I am. So he didn't give any and credence to it. About, no, no, not really. But when I think about it, what comes to mind for me in the area of color is that we all have something in us. I mean, most of us yeah. today are caring more than just one culture or one well, yeah. Now, listen, Miss Denise, I'm going to I'm going to jump in right there and let you go because I've got this break coming up. But you make a good point. And, you know, that now nowadays you can check your DNA out and, and find out what kind of blood you have. And some people are being shocked uh, that they, they might have some African in them or shocked that they may have some Irish. 
uh, in them. And, uh, you know, I think it's kind of a good thing because you realize that you're more complex than just what we see with the eyes. Hey, listen, I'm coming back in three minutes. I'm not leaving you, so you don't leave me because it's real talk with Dr. David Anderson. In bookstores now, Gracism, the Art of Inclusion. What if you take a negative word like racism and a positive word like grace and blend them together? Then you have Gracism. The focus is on the positive both when it comes to ministry and life so that we can all reach the worthy vision God has laid out for us. There is no doubt that author Dr. David Anderson believes that through the movement of the Holy Spirit and by following the seven sayings of a gracist, we all have the capacity to become gracists ourselves. This book is a must-read for anyone who wishes for the extension of favor on their lives and the lives of everyone they encounter. Gracism, the Art of Inclusion is published by InterVarsity Press and can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or going to Andersonspeaks.com. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. That's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Does your home need any improvements? Ours did. In fact, Amber and I called Home Fix Custom Remodeling, HCR, and we got a new master elite roof. And guess what? Once that was installed, we started saving, listen, over $100 per month on energy bills. Not bad, right? Not to mention when we needed new windows and doors, guess who we called? HCR. That's right. And our energy bills are even less because of it. So if you need an efficient solution, ways to keep your home safe and your family safer, make sure you call HCR. Ask for Gus when you call. Tell him that I sent you. Here's his number. You ready? 888-991-2427. And by the way, they also specialize in a wide range of other products like energy-efficient siding, doors, trim, and gutters. And let's not forget those walk-in tubs and showers for those aging gracefully among us. Let's put it like that. And all of this with a lifetime-inclusive warranty. Call HCR, 888-991-2427, and tell Gus Dr. Anderson sent you. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm back at you. Are you back at me? I'm so glad that we get a chance to talk about this topic, One Human Race, uh, if we are all one human race, then why do we separate based on color, class, and culture? And uh, how can we reverse this in our lives? How can we be a part of building bridges to other colors, classes, and cultures if we truly believe God's word in uh, Acts seventeen twenty six that uh, we all come from one, one man and God has determined uh, the times and places where we live? And so isn't it cool to know that God has created us just the way we are? I mean, I love, you know— my color, my culture, my gender. And I realize that everybody doesn't love theirs. But uh, one thing I do know is that God doesn't make any mistakes. And so uh, be who you are. 
You know, if you're Chinese, then you're beautiful as Chinese. You know, if you're, you're Puerto Rican, you're beautiful as Puerto Rican. You know, if you're South African, you're beautiful as South African. You know, if, if you're white, Caucasian, uh, you're beautiful as Caucasian. What, but from what country does your heritage come from? Let's lift that heritage up. Maybe you're Italian or, or, or maybe you're Irish, whatever, whatever it may be. Uh, maybe you're Jewish. Maybe you're German. Isn't it beautiful? I mean, it, God didn't make a mistake, right? We don't have to be colorblind. We can be color blessed. <laughs> it's a good thing. I want to know about your. I want to know about your food. I'm going to tell you what food I like uh, from Belgium and what food I don't like. Okay, I'm going to tell you what food I like for, uh, from London and and, and 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 Britain and what food I don't like. You know, and and when I when I'm in Kenya, I, I want to I want to learn about that that Millie Pop and that 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 uh, Ugali and uh, I want it. I want it. I want your kimchi in Korea. I want it. I want it. I want to know about your culture. I want to know how you make it. Uh, I want to learn about your clothing. And, and, and I want to hear about how God has shown himself through your culture because I'm going to be enriched. So you're color blessed. I'm color blessed. I'm going to be enriched by, by your differences. And you're not so different. Uh, but you're different enough to show me a part of God that I can't see. <laughs> Isn't that good stuff? This is wonderful. Come on. 888-432-7434. If you want to jump in and hang out with me, do it now. I've got three open lines. One of them is yours in the next 15 minutes before I land the plane. So jump in. Now, before uh, uh, I take another call, let me just uh, move over to, well, you know what? Let me move over to Bethesda because I've not been in Bethesda. Shout out to Bethesda. Let's go to Barbara, who's on the line. Hi, Barbara. Thanks for calling. How are you? I'm fine, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Shout out to Bethesda. I haven't been there all day. So uh, what are you thinking over there? Yeah, so what I wanted to say is, um, from my understanding, most people that hate or separate and by race or religion or culture, mm-hmm. they're not usually believers in Christ. Mm. And the ones that, you know, are believers in Christ, um, should bring people together by, you know, being more open to people. Yeah. And one one class of people that I want to say that I really appreciate are missionaries, because missionaries, they go all over the world, they yeah. go to different cultures, they mm-hmm. interact with different people, and mm-hmm. that's a great way of bringing people together. You yeah, know what I mean? So I, I just want to shout out missionaries that, you know, those people are the ones that are building bridges. And, yeah. you know, going out in the field and connecting to people, connecting to different cultures. And that's beautiful. It so is. the churches in America, I believe that they should incorporate, like, missionary work. We can yeah. do missionary work here in America because we need people to go out in the field and bring people together and do for people, take care of people, you know? Well, you make a good so, point. We have a mission field right here. The Lord is uh, literally sending people from every nation to our backyards and now we don't have to spend thousands of dollars to go over to these other nations when god is sending the nations to our doorstep so praise god for the missionaries that have gone and that are going but i also thank god that he's bringing people right to our shores so we you know everybody doesn't have to go we have no excuse now before it's like okay you got a missionary let's support him let him go do the work and we don't do anything now all of a sudden the lord said no i'm putting him right in your neighborhood what are you gonna do now you, now we get to really right. test test your faith 
uh, you know, and test your missionary skills. It's not just for missionaries. It's for all of us who have been called to share the good news. So thank you for bringing that to the table here, Barbara. May the Lord bless you as you continue to do you too. your work as a missionary right there in Bethesda, Maryland. Blessings to you. Let <laughs> thank me, you, Dr. Uh, oh, it's my pleasure, sister. Let me go to Woodbridge, Virginia. I haven't been there today. Talk to Jim. He's on the line. Hey, Jim, welcome. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you, Dr. Anderson, for all you do. I got a layman's question. I'm always trying to see things from God's perspective. You know, I don't know a lot of the theological things, but Mm -hmm. aren't there really ultimately only two races on the earth after the cross? You're either in Christ or in Adam, Judy and the beast. You're either in one or the other. (laughs) And we're trying to find our unity. You know, we're trying to find our unity in our in our earth suit or whatever. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and but 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 we're all one in Him, and that's yeah. and that's the emphasis to me is like when I meet a Christian, I've lived overseas. I'm in a in a marriage of forty some years with somebody mm-hmm. from another culture, another country, another race, mm-hmm. and uh, all the all that stuff was solved at the cross. Amen I to was that. crucified with him. Amen it's to no that. longer I who live, whatever the I was, but it's now Christ who lives, and Christ doesn't have those issues. And that's mm. what befuddles me. You know, you got white churches, black churches, I and know. all this. That's good. I understand. You know, you, if you're Korean, you want to hear the worship in Korea. I understand all of that. Yeah. But well, what about when you're subconscious? What about yeah. when you're English speaking, though? Sure. You know, I can under, understand the ethnic churches because they come over here and they may not know the language, and so it's a great bridge. Yeah, exactly. but, but what about people like you and me? We live in if we both live in Woodbridge, Virginia. Why you have to go to the white one? I have to go to the you go to First we Baptist, don't. I go to Second it's, Baptist. <laughs> we find our identity in everything but Him. What is that about, Jim? And I don't get that. I just don't—I don't think the gospel is preached, to be honest with you. Amen. I was the problem. I was terminated. It's now Christ who lives. Well, See? what does that look like? What does that right. sound like? What does it smell like? It looks like him. It acts like him. Right. It's the sweet fragrance of Christ. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, and this I, is, don't, I don't get it. Well, I really don't. And this is why we have to have the conversation, because you're right. If, if, Christ, yeah, lives, if Christ lives in me, why has he got to live in me in, in, in a church that's one— color and live in you in a church exactly. that's one color but we speak the same language we may be around the same age we're both trying to raise our kids right and then we separate politically and before you know it one church is preaching oh against goodness. one thing and another church is preaching against another thing it has nothing to do with scripture uh you know it has to do with taxes <laughs> you know yeah. i mean something crazy like that that's right hey we got jim a band-aid message instead of going to the issue we're putting the band-aid on it man it's- yep well, deals with all of it. Well, th- thanks for joining Thank you, me. In it. I appreciate you, my friend. God bless you. You're right. There's only two groups of people. I won't call them races. We're one race, but two groups, right? Those who are in Christ, those that aren't. Uh, then the Lord's going to come back, though, and separate the wheat from the tares. He promised to come back to separate the, the sheep from the goats. We're not supposed to do it, by the way. He says, don't try to pull up the tares yourself, because in so doing, you may pull up some wheat. So you leave that to me. Uh, what I want you to do is just live out what you're supposed to live out. And that's the gospel of Jesus Christ, because there's some people who may not be in Christ, but they're going to be in Christ. That's why you can't treat people who are outside of the body of Christ with disdain. In fact, they're supposed to want to be like you. So when they ask you for the hope that is within you, you can then tell them uh, that it's Jesus. But it says, even when you talk to them, make sure you do it with gentleness 
and respect. Don't call them names, call them stupid pagans and all this other stuff. No, they're just like you were. You know, they may be blind. The God of this world blinds their eyes. So you know what? We love them. We treat the stranger like it's Christ himself because you might be actually uh, entertaining an angel unaware. So I think this is a good topic to have. It's tough, but it's good. I'm coming back in just three minutes to land the plane. Don't leave me now. I'll be right back. In the 21st century, Americans must be able to compete with other countries and their globally competent workforces. At Reed Temple Christian Academy, students grow in their ability to make a positive impact on the world through a rigorous curriculum in communications, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, second language acquisition through Mandarin immersion and Spanish classes, culturally rich student-led domestic and international mission work, and our gem of a partnership with over 13 embassies working with us through the Global Embassy Mentors Program, all designed to develop global Christian citizens. Please visit our website at readtempleacademy.com and register for an available open house date. Reed Temple Christian Academy is accredited by Middle States Association of Colleges and Schools and Association of Christian Schools International. Join Reed Temple Academy for their next open house on Thursday, January 18th at 6 p.m. Learn more at readtempleacademy.com. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Washington, D.C.? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Washington, D.C. area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Washington, D.C. is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-700-2246. Seating is extremely limited. Call right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. That's 1-800-700-2246. That's 1-800-700-2246. Sell your home fast and for more money, even if it failed to sell the first time. That's what Christy Moore did for some happy folks in Arlington. Tell us about it. We met with a seller who had their luxury home on the market for over 90 days with no offers. They had already moved, so by not selling, it cost them almost $30,000 in mortgage payments and maintenance during that time. We implemented our proven system for marketing and selling homes and had the property sold in four days for $21,000 over asking price and no contingencies. Our system addresses the 115 variables that affect your bottom line, which is why it's proven we can sell homes even if others can't. If you're thinking about selling your home, choose the team with a specific proven repeatable system to sell your home for more money. Call Christy Moore. Remember, Christy will sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. Call Christy Moore at 866-40458. 868-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. 105.1 FM WAVA. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And we're back. 
It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm so glad that you're with me for this hour. And unfortunately, it's almost time to land the plane, but we're not done yet. We still have Carlton on the road in Alexandria, Virginia. So let me go to Carlton as my last call. How you doing, Carlton? Carlton, are you there? Going once, Carlton? Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you now. How you doing? Hey, good. How you doing today? Excellent. What's your comment or question? Hey, I just wanted to chime in from a completely spiritual perspective on this uh, topic, and it, mm-hmm. it it flows right with with you and the previous caller we're talking about. And um, you know, I, I can talk to this about from a, a, a here, uh, historical perspective. Yeah, uh, things that we knew about the church, uh, the things that have happened and transpired throughout history, sure, particularly sure. when it again touches race. But what I want to say is, I I totally honestly put the blame at the feet of the church mm-hmm. because you have, you have two different types of churches. First of all, you got a, a carnal church, a very, uh, a non, uh, transformed, non renewed spiritually church. People who haven't been changed by the spirit of God in their hearts and minds mm-hmm. to really understand this and the complexities yeah. and deal with it. Then you have a spiritual church who knows the problem, but it seems like they have fear and apprehension for all kind of politically correct reasons sure. to not address it at its root spiritually. So, so how do so we change again, that? I've, I totally, how do we change well, that? I mean, what do you think? To me, to me, it's, first of all, the leaders that are in place need to repent and truly seek the heart and mind of God mm-hmm. and deal with things that are causing these problems and, and, and continuing to exacerbate these problems. But also new leaders need to arise and emerge mm-hmm. who don't see things this way, who see things totally God's way, yeah. and begin to deal and talk to like you're doing. You're talking yeah. about it. But most of these churches, they won't deal with this kind of stuff. Well, it's not easy, and thank God I have a tough topic uh, platform here to deal with it, Carlton. But you're absolutely right, and I thank you for your point and your uh, comment. Thank you so much. But, you know, we need to remind one another that, first of all, racism is sin, and we do need to repent of that. It doesn't matter whether you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, racism is sin, and we have to see it as that, that we are one race, and it doesn't mean that if you talk about racism or if you talk about the differences, then somehow you're stirring something up. No, Paul did it all the time. He talked about Jews and Greeks. He talked about male or female. He talked about slave or free. And how do you live out this Christianity uh, as the church when you have these differences? We don't erase the differences. Uh, what we do is we we, we say, okay, uh, I'm not going to hold your Jewishness against you. I'm not going to hold your Gentileness against you. And I'm going to confront it as sin when I see it, as Peter was confronted by Paul in Galatians 2. He, I mean, he just grabbed him by the lapel, basically, looked him in the eyes and said, uh-uh-uh. You, you don't have that double standard, and you do not treat people uh, that way. Uh, just because they're of a different, uh, a, you know, a Gentile uh, heritage. I mean, wow. I mean, that's that's what we're talking about, like real stuff here. Or in Acts chapter 6 where it says, no, the way you need to treat these uh, these people just because they're Greeks, you know, uh, uh, we, we, we need to change this thing. And the beautiful thing is in Acts 2, you had a church that was multicultural, the first church that was breathed on by the Holy Spirit. It was multicultural. It was, it was a, a beautiful. It was non-denominational. Uh, the Holy Spirit was moving. And uh, I, I think, friends, that this is what we need to be uh, searching for and talking about. And I thank you for joining me in such a conversation. Let's carry it on as the Lord gives us uh, wisdom to do so, okay? Hey, let's pray together, Lord Jesus. You're so kind to draw us together from every nation, tribe, language, and people. Might we continue to look to you, worship you, and be drawn into the beauty of who you are. 
In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.